Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Byteclear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Byteclear aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. What's your favorite scary movie? Oh, come on. You know I don't watch that shit. Why not? Too scared? No. No, it's just what's the point? They're all the same. Some stupid killer stalking some big-breasted girl who can't act who's always running up the stairs when she should be going out the front door. It's insulting. Katrin. How are you? It's weird to use our names in front of each other's faces. I know, it's very strange. <laughs> um, Hello, Katrin Porter. Ooh, do you know what I need you to do? I need you to go pour us two shots. Okay. Because we don't have anything to cheers with for this oh episode. Oh my god, yes. Okay. Cheers. Cheers to us, cheers to you, cheers to staying alive. Woohoo! Ooh. Okay. Ooh-wee. Um... Can we cat stay alive? Maybe. How was your day today? So good. You and I got to hang out a bunch. I am loving this podcast. If for nothing else, getting to hang out with my best friend Kendra more. I know. It's been really great. So I, because I feel like we took this for granted when we lived together. Agreed. Which I think you do when you're in a relationship. It's like, you know, absence makes the heart grow fonder. Yes. Um, I'm just excited. We're in a best friend relationship, if anyone was wondering. Wifeys. Wifeys. Best friend wifeys. Yeah. Um, and now I have a husband. Um. But yeah, but now she lives across the land of Los I actually Angeles, do feel like it's more that Los I. Los Angeles at all. Yeah. I do feel like it's more a vicinity issue. Like, that we, I mean, it took me 45 minutes to get here 100%. and you're only. Yeah. I think 12 miles away. That's yeah. ridiculous. That's a, it's Los Angeles's fault. Yes. In, she lives at, <laughs> um, we can say where we live. Yeah, yeah. She lives in Glendale. I live in Santa Monica. Those are, if you know Los Angeles. Basically different states. East far. Yeah. That's really far. Uh, or just time consuming in travel. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, but it's given us a reason to. Rekindle. Get together all the time. I and know. thanks for driving here. You're welcome. Always. Your apartment is a lot quieter than mine. Otherwise, I would switch off. But my walls are too thin, and I have lots of animals, and lots of traffic, and lots of neighbors, and noises, and footsteps, and a neighbor that plays the, not just the same song over and over again, the same part of a song over and over and over again. Are they trying to again. learn it on like the guitar or something? No. You know what you I think? You did that. Remember you did with that with Wonderwall? Well, but I still do that because that is by far my favorite song. Still. Still. 
I remember where I was when I first heard that song. <laughs> I fucking love that song. Anyway. Um, where were you? I was downstairs, Peg and Skip's house, in the club room. And I was sitting uh, in the chair that is up against the wall that my mom put that giant American flag on. Uh-huh. And I was watching MTV while my mom was wrapping presents on the ground. Oh, cute. And it's like a black and white video. And I just remember I was sitting in that chair with my legs over the arm. And I just got tears in my eyes. Oh, I love that fucking song. You do. We were living together and she learned to play it on guitar. But poorly. Like the same thing, playing one part over and over again. No, this one I feel like, okay, so I... I'm a snoop, obviously. True. Um, our True walls are so <laughs> our walls are so fucking thin. I at one point I try not to like bother people because Eric and I kind of live by the idea that like if we want to make noise, we don't want to have been the neighbors that are getting 100%. up people's yeah that are getting up people's asses about their yep. noise because we want the same, you yep. know yeah yep. but there was one night where like. It was just so, it was as if he was like pointing a speaker like at me (laughs) and it was just the same part of a song over and over again. And he was like yell singing to it and he also had people over and I went over to be like, dude, I am so sorry, but like you're literally knocking photos off my wall. Like that's how loud it was. He was, the photos were like coming off my wall. And what he song was. was, it? It was <laughs> so like what part was he sad? Is I, he having feelings? What's it, going on? In his so life? it's. I don't know the song because it was all in Spanish, and I oh. am ashamed of the fact that I don't speak Spanish. But it was sort of that like, oh, I'm gonna. Sa- I. It's like sort of that like. I feel like Eric told me that it's called like reggaeton. Um. So I. I had to go over and I had to be like, I am so sorry, but like you have to turn this down. You're such a grandma. I know, and he was wasted. Why in the ever-living fuck did I start talking about this? I don't know. Like, oh, I because don't know. your apartment has a lot of action. And oh. And I got a whole bunch of nothing going on over here, oh. apparently. <laughs> I, well, I feel like your apartment is just, like, fucking soundproof. It's crazy. It's an old building. I mean, I know that we have your hostage bathroom that... They don't make walls like these anymore. Yeah, I feel like we referred to the hostage bathroom before. In the last episode. Right, and I was like, Kim's not keeping hostages, just so you know. Like, no. Kim is not actively keeping hostages. It's because there's two bathrooms in my apartment, and they both, as soon as you turn the light on, a fan goes on as well. So, like, once you're inside, you can't hear anything. Anything. Like, you don't anything. know what's going on. So, when I first lived here with one of our friends, Stephanie, um... We <laughs> would be like getting ready or something, and then like be talking to each other, and then like halfway through, one of us would like come out into the other room and be like, "Oh, I didn't hear anything you said. I was, I was with the hostages." <laughs> because it's just like that's where we would keep our hostages. You can't hear anything. So good thing that we didn't tell people where you live because all the burglars would now know that they just have to and do the scariest thing in my life, which is fucking come up behind me when I'm washing my face. Yeah, Kim. So Kim never washes her face. Because she's scared of it. It doesn't matter. She does. If you come, I will fucking kidnap you and keep you hostage in my house bathroom. So go fuck yourselves. Yeah. And if you scream, no one will hear you. Yeah. Yeah. You think you're coming for me, but watch out. And Kim boxes. (laughs) So she could kick your butt. Uh, That's true. Yeah. Um, That's a true story. Kim, I watched a movie. You did? Which Mm -hmm. one? Do I get to hear? Yes. 
It is called, I almost had to watch it by myself, by the way. You did? Almost. But you didn't. Why well, didn't? Uh, Eric was um, having, we were having a rough pain day. Yes. And so normally I feel like it is his obligation as my husband to watch scary movies Agreed. with me. Agreed. But like I've had to kind of like be a little bit more lenient with my requirements because of uh, his upcoming back surgery. So I just kind of like started the movie while he was still on the couch because originally he had said like, I'm not really up for this. And I was like, okay, like I didn't really argue. But then like I saw that he was like involved in something on the computer and I just kind of like started it. Yeah. And then he was. that he will be the one editing this for us. So now now he knows your tricks. (laughs) Oops. Honey, I love you. Um. (laughs) <laughs> He's just such a good horror movie watcher person. With. Was it nighttime? Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. yeah. I think we need to, like, be, I, I, we should start setting the setting more. Yeah. So nighttime. it's nighttime. Scary. And my little Halloween kitty is, like, it's so fun watching horror movies with Tallulah because, like, she just... She just looks like a little horror movie She's kitty. She's an all-black cat. Yeah, she's all-black, and she just, like, loves looking out the window. So, like, a, a lot of times, she like, the horror movie is happening, and she's, like, sitting on the windowsill, like, kind of silhouetted by the moonlight. Oh, and it just, kitty. she just looks like my little Halloween kitty. Um, let's a do a, kitty. yeah, let's do a podcast about my cats. Um, uh, no, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I watched. Sorry, you're going to need a different co-host uh, for that one. <laughs> that's true. Myself. My husband. Probably. Just me, my husband. And the only listeners will is, be our cats. <laughs> yeah. I think that's called, like, your Instagrams <laughs> already. <laughs> right? Um, so I watched The Skeleton Key. Ugh. And um, here's what's really fun. I specifically looked for horror movies that were set in New Orleans. Ooh! For our <gasps> upcoming... We're New going Orleans to New Orleans! Tra- yep. Um, with Sync. I also realized that we're probably going to refer to Sync. It is the mispronounced French word for five. Not sink like the kitchen sink. I just want to be yeah. clear about it's that. It's spelled C-I-N-Q, which yes. is supposed to be said. Sank. And we just say it like fucking like dirty Americans. ghetto white people. Yeah. Um, and say sink. It was started as a joke and now it just is. It and is. it's what we call us and our other three best friends from college and once a year we go visit each other or, or take a trip with each other once a year. So this year we're going to New Orleans. And we're so excited. Um, you will love to hear this. Stephanie, old roommate, house yeah. bathroom Stephanie, uh-huh. told me the other day, she's taking French lessons right now. Yeah. And she's like, you know I fuck up the number five every single Shut time. Shut up. Because of you guys. Ah, that's so fun. I know. I love that. It's, yeah. She so, fucking says it wrong. She says sink every time because she's like, fucking goddamn it. That's Oh, we have such a legacy of mispronouncing words. <laughs> so if we refer to sink officially, that is what we're talking about. Not the kitchen sink, but our best friends. So. Skeleton Key. Skeleton Key. Starring Kate Hudson. Kate Hudson. Mm-hmm. Who I, you know, I find her charming. I actually. I do too. I don't think she's like the greatest actress, mm-hmm. but she has charm. I'm charmed by I her. I agree. I mean, she comes She's, from a family of charmers. It could be that I, like, love Goldie so much yeah. that I'm, like, by association. Yeah. And you love your favorite movie of all time is her Overboard! <laughs> the movie with her parents. It's actually not, I mean, it's her stepdad. Kurt is not oh, her. Oh, right, 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 right. Kurt's right, not yeah. her uh, dad. But she call. I think she calls him dad. I recently started following her brother on Instagram, which I didn't realize was her brother. Oh, Oliver Hudson. And he's right? fucking hilarious, too. Yeah. Yeah. 
Um, They're just charming people. Curtin Goldie, if you listen to this, <laughs> we'd love to have you as guests. <laughs> <laughs> we'll talk about your classic horror movie hey. flick, Overboy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Okay. So, hey, let's... Cousin. Do you have a pen Where for me? This... Skeleton key. Okay. Great. So let's play a live or dead first without any information. Other than it's in New Orleans and Kate Hudson is in it. Uh, Her name is Caroline. Alive or dead? Alive. Ben Devereaux. Old man that lives in the house. Who's Ben Devereaux again? An old man that lives in the house. Oh, his character name is Ben Devereaux? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) He's played by John Hurt. But I could, I did not know it was John Hurt. I was positive that it was Gandalf. It, is, it was not Gandalf. <laughs> I was like, I know the name Ben Devereaux. I know who that is. And now I'm thinking that it's someone I grew up with. Named... That you fucked. I'm sorry. No, it was when I was younger. Fucking somebody Dever. Someone from Philly write to me and tell me who it was. You tell know me who you are. Um, is um, he alive or dead, bitch? Dead. Okay. Violet Devereaux, his wife. Dead. Luke Marshall, Peter Sarsgaard. <gasps> he plays a fucking estate lawyer. Oh. For, if you guys listen to our previous episode, the, what is it? The pretty thing? I'm the pretty thing I'm in the house? pretty thing in the, in the, in the house. Ha- I'm the pretty thing that you see. There was an estate lawyer and an old house. In this movie, there also is an estate lawyer and an old house. I'm the pretty thing that lives in the house. Ah, gotcha. So Luke Marshall, Peter Sarsgaard, alive or um, Alive. Papa Justify. That's all I'm going to tell you. Alive. Oh, he's alive for sure. Mama Cecile. <gasps> alive. And then Jill, best friend. Dead. She's played by. Do you watch Parenthood or did you watch Parenthood? No, and everyone tells me it's oh the my best God, thing it's so in the world that I need to. I should just binge it one day. Yes, but also like have literally a Costco size supply of tissues. It all so the cries. Uh, Jill plays Dax Shepard's wife in Parenthood. She's great. She doesn't have a lot to do in this movie, which Mm -hmm. bummed me out. Mm -hmm. Um, But she's, you know, she accomplishes what she's supposed to accomplish. Okay. So here's what's fucking weird. Our last episode, main character, hospice nurse. Kate Hudson, hospice (gasps) Hospice nurse. nurse. Look at, ooh. Isn't that weird? We have a weird connection. And that was connected to the one before, too. Yes. Like we have this weird through line that we don't know about, which... It excites me and terrifies me at the same I, time. I know. It's really weird. <laughs> what ghost is following us? I, oh, God. So, okay. So the first scene was really interesting. She is reading a story to an old man laying in bed. And as she's reading the story, he dies. And she just, she's like working in a hospice, basically. Yeah. And she okay. just looks out the door and she says to one of the nurses walking by, Mr. So-and-so, he's gone. And That's not Ben Devereaux. No, 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 no. Okay. That scene is kind of inconsequential. She's in a, um, a uh, like a home sort of thing. Like a, yeah, like lots of nurses work there. Lots of people are, go there to die. Gotcha, it's a gotcha, hospice. Gotcha, hospice. Okay. It was just, just a really... The last one was like <laughs> a home. Yeah, like a house <laughs> like that a somebody house lives that in. one yes. person lived in. This yes. is a place where lots of people go to. Yes, a gotcha. facility. A That's facility. the word. Facility. So... Vocabulary. I just... This I don't actually need to tell you about this scene for the plot. It's basically just setting up the fact that she is a hospice nurse. Right. Um, but I just kind of wanted to give a shout out to it because I just think hospice nurses are it's just so best amazing. Thing. And I also, I find it weirdly comforting how 
nonchalant, for lack of a better word, people that work in that mm-hmm. environment are mm-hmm. about death. Not that they don't take it seriously, but they have such an understanding that it's just such a part of life that it off it without a doubt always touches me to my core. Yeah. So anyway. I will say that like my mom so I mentioned this before that my mom was a hospice nurse, but like she took that job when we moved. Um, she'd always done home health before mm-hmm. and then like she actually left and I remember her saying to me that it, it was like just too hard. It's I and can't I, like, even imagine. I I can't imagine either. Yeah, I, I mean, it's just, I, it's a skill set you have or you don't. Yeah. that's And most people don't. And now she's doing home health, which is like maybe half and half, because it's like some people are just like need some help while they're recovering some things, but like yeah. some are like, probably going to die. Yeah. Like, um, so she's still, yeah. I just think the, nurses in general are fucking goddamn heroes. Yeah, because the amount of, and I promise I will get to the, the plot of the movie, but I just, I had to do this this sort of tangent because it's just like, you know, watching watching my aunt pass and just, like, the amount of work that you're doing. You're not just working with the people that die. Mm-hmm. You're also working with the families that are, like, grieving mm-hmm. the death. Mm-hmm. They're actual angels on mm-hmm. earth. Yeah. It's just it's amazing. Really even, like, signing up to do that job. Let's say you're even, like, not even great at the job. The fact that you, yeah. like, <laughs> replied to the help wanted for that, yeah. you're... Super special. Your world's above... Anything that I'd be capable of. Okay. But one of the things that is hard for Kate's character is they ha- the the guy that just died has a box of belongings. And she's like, should I leave these up front for his family to pick up? He says he has family. And they're like, yeah, but they don't want anything to do with him. So, like, you're just going to just take it out back. She takes it out back. And she goes to throw it in the dumpster. And there's just, like, lots of boxes of people's belongings. Oh, God, no. So she was just like, this isn't for me. Like, this is imper- this is impersonal. Like, this type of hospice care. She wants to continue to be a hospice nurse. Mm-hmm. But, like, I, I got the impression that she just was like, it's impersonal. So she goes out drinking with her bestie. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's like, I'm going to get a job sort of, like, as a... Pr- a private hospice nurse. Ooh. Like. Shut up. I'm the pretty thing that pretty whatever. Pretty mouth. Mm-hmm. Pretty really? mouth. Yeah. Bruce. And so <laughs> we. <laughs> Words. <laughs> so uh, she takes a job as a hospice caretaker at this beautiful goddamn house. Like, I'm so excited for New Orleans, dude. Like, I just want to, like, see <laughs> the architecture. It's this, like, beautiful um, sort of old plantation house mm-hmm. um that style i don't love that it was probably a plantation yeah. obviously but it was just that sort of old yeah. style yeah. wraparound porch that kind of thing mm-hmm. and so she goes to this house and um she meets ben who is the old man who had a stroke he is uncommunicative he can't mm-hmm. talk mm-hmm. or anything like that and he's in a wheelchair we also meet violet Devereaux, his wife who's a stone-cold bitch. She's kind of like a really kind of like feisty, clove-smoking, tell-it-like-it-is. I almost said Southern Belle. I don't mean Belle. I mean just kind of like a a Southern broad sort of thing. Broad, yeah. And then we also meet Peter Sarsgaard character, Luke, who I am probably going to call Peter because I keep forgetting that his name is Luke. Which one is Peter Sarsgaard? He is Maggie Gyllenhaal's husband. Who are you thinking? 
I just can't. You're thinking can't. of Skarsgård, who is the vampire in True Blood. I knew it wasn't him. I thought it's it was not him. No. Peter Sarsgaard. Sarsgaard, not Sarsgaard. Correct. <laughs> Two different people. Is he, okay, he plays something where he's in jail. Yes. Yes, but what the fuck is what it? What is it? And he's so good in it. Yes, but like, what the fuck? he should win something for this, and yes. I think he got nothing. You're it's thinking. Outside. Uh-huh. You're um, thinking of exactly the right person. Okay, so good. it's him. Okay, no, Maggie Gyllenhaal's husband. In real life husband? Yeah. Oh. I hope they're still together. I think they're still together. I like that. Um, I. Very good actor. Yeah, and I fucking love him. He's one of those people that I would like, obviously, if I wasn't married, I would have wanted to bone once. Or maybe, like, two or three times, but I have a feeling he's probably, like, kind of a weird fuck. (laughs) And it would be sort of like a novelty to be like, I bet this gets weird, and I want to know what that's about, but I don't think we could be in a relationship, because I feel Uh. like I don't picture him ever being silly nor I was just going to say that. I don't picture him ever being silly, nor do I picture ever in my life being able to fart in front of him. Ever. <laughs> so it's like I those are say, my requirements. If they're not together, I would be interested in dating him, but I would, I don't know how funny he is. Like I don't know how much he's making me laugh. Right. Yeah. Hard like to say. I feel like we would have like a lot of like discussions over Brandy about Nietzsche. That I'm what, would pretend to be interested I was in. Like, have you read Nietzsche? Of course not. <laughs> But you know what a great bullshitter I am. I would. You are annoyingly a good book. I w- you would think that I. I would. Bitch. I know. I would make people think I had read it. Oh my god, we should play that she game. Really fun. Aced all of her fucking exams when we were in college, <laughs> and I. Should, uh. Um. Okay, so Luke is the estate lawyer who helped hire Kate Hudson's character. Like basically, he's like Violet can't that take care of same. Yeah. Same as my movie. So he was like, Violet can't help him anymore. Like, it's getting to the point where she's not strong enough to do this. Um, So she's like, great, I'll take the job. Um, She is going to live at the house, which I think is a little creepy. But, like, she goes to, like, uh, officially take the job and, like, take her stuff there. But she has stopped for gas. But, like, they're in the fucking bayou. Like, they're in the, like, the, the... the swampland of voodoo country, mm, right? Mm-hmm. So she stops at this gas station that was, there's very little to it. It's like attached to like a house on the bayou kind of gas station. And so she pumps her gas and she goes to pay and she's like, I can't find anybody. So she starts doing the thing that we hate where she just walks into the fucking house. But she actually was like, hello, like, hello, I'm trying yeah. to p- pay. She's trying to find a human. Yeah, I'm Not trying to just pay for this gas. Mostly into a house that doesn't belong to her. Yeah, exactly. Um, so as she walks into this house, she sees like in front of the doorway that there's this like red dust that's like a al- creating like a line in front of the door. Doesn't think anything of it. Walks in. Yeah. And um, so she walks through the house and she comes to this screen door and bam. <laughs> I love doing that to you. All of a sudden, there's this old woman with, like, just white eyes. Like, the whites of her eyes, like, they're rolled back in her head. But she's blind, right? right. And she's just, like, really arresting looking. Like, she's really scary looking and doesn't say anything. And Kate's, like, you know, freaked out. Then a guy comes up behind her and he starts, like, speaking French to her. And he's, like, you don't speak French? And she's, like, no. And he's just, like, eating oysters, like, out of his hand. Like, shucking oysters and eating. Like, it was all just very, like, bayou. Cool. And she's like, I'm just, like, fucking trying to pay for gas. 
And he's like, 1789. She hands him a 20. She's like, goodbye. End of scene. Okay. So it's sort of just like setting up our, setting up a couple elements of things. What kind of neighborhood. Yeah. Um, So she's moving stuff into this beautiful house, the Devereaux house. And as she's moving in, she sees um, all of these faded places on the wall where she can see that like something was hung there, but there's now nothing there. And mm-hmm. she goes into her bathroom and where the mirror should be, uh, there are no mirrors. So she's like, there's no fucking mirrors in this house anywhere, mm-hmm. which is like, that's annoying at mm-hmm. the very least. Mm-hmm. So, but she's like, okay, whatever, you know. In my head, I feel like she probably justified it to herself that, like, Ben is not all there. Maybe it's sort of, like, why you don't have mirrors in a lot of prisons or mm-hmm. uh, mental institutions where it's, like, that can be turned into a weapon if you break it, blah, blah, mm-hmm. blah. I'm making that up. I don't actually know if I know that. <laughs> I was like, oh, interesting. Didn't know that. Yeah. Uh, I okay. may know it. I'm not <laughs> sure. So then she goes to care for Ben for the first time. Okay. He's laying in bed. She's very sweet. She's talking to him. It just reaffirms that they're fucking saints, mm-hmm. people that do this job. And all of a sudden, he grabs her arm and, like, won't let go. And he's got, like, this strength that you're just like, how the fuck do you have this strength? And she, like, can't get him off of her. And it's really creepy. And then Ms. Devereaux comes in, and she's like, oh, he just needs his medication. And so she, like, crushes up his pills and she's like, he takes them like this. And she gives it to him, like, in water. Like, he drinks Uh it. Uh She's like, okay, but, like, fucking creepy. Like, what the fuck? Moving on. Ms. Devereaux is now giving Kate a tour of the house. And she's, like, being a feisty old broad about it. Like, just throwing shade where there need not be shade. Um, And we're like, okay, whatever. Then she says, don't do any housework. You don't know how to do it. To which I'm like, cool. Bye. Great. This is... Great. Wasn't planning on yeah. it anyway, bitch. <laughs> yeah. Um, and uh, then she's like, this key here opens all the doors. All the doors. And it's a skeleton key. Did you have a skeleton key at your house ever? Yeah. We oh, no. Too. No, not not one that worked. I had a key that worked for Oh, I'm so jealous. Like in my original, like my house in Philly. Oh, I'm we so had, jealous. Like, one old key that like technically... It's like we didn't use it. It was just more like a fun thing. Well, yeah. Well, I have skeleton keys all over my goddamn house now. But like they're not real. No, yeah, but yeah. I just like I mean, love like, them. We like had an old key that would uh, actually work in like the bedrooms. Oh my and, god, like, that's cool. amazing. I know. And that was actually something that I wrote down. Like I just wanted to like live in this fucking world. Uh-huh. It was just like all my jam, Kim. Like the old house, the skeleton key. Like it was just, I just wanted to be here. So, okay, this key opens all the doors. Then she is kind of looking around and she sees that there's this framed photo of these little kids, black and white. So like old, old, old timey, um, 1920s kids, probably. And she's like, who, who the fuck are these kids? And Violet's like, they're the brother and sister that, that Ben and I bought the house from. And she's like, you keep their picture? Not weird. And she's kind of like, I mean... You don't really throw that kind of... Like, they owned the house. Like, I liked... She was basically saying, like, I like to pay tribute to the history of this house. To which I'm like, eccentric, cool, fine, you know. Um, She's like, they were brother and sister. They inherited the house from their parents. They fell on hard times. Ben and I bought it from them in 1962. Okay. 
So we're in present day. Ben and Violet have been in the house since 1962. Um, then as she's about to like, Violet turns away to like keep sweeping or continue with the tour. Kate goes to, her name is Caroline, but you know who I'm talking about. Goes to like put the photo back down on the dresser or on the thing. And this other photo falls out from behind the photo of the two kids. <laughs> and it's the same two kids, but it's two African-American servants standing behind them Uh um they're not they weren't slaves because we're too far into the it's like 1920s so it's like they were servants um and we're like okay who all right so it was just kind of like a creepy picture nobody's smiling but she just doesn't think anything of it kind of tucks it back up behind the picture Uh so then we cut to uh the next scene where she is giving Ben a bath. And the only reason I noted this is because she literally lifts a grown giant man into the bathtub, into a claw bathtub from his wheelchair. And I'm like, that's not possible. Oh. That is not something that she can do. She's been working out. With her, fab, her fabletics uh, workout. <laughs> right. So I just wrote, how? How? Um, so she's bathing him, also fucking saint. Then we cut to Violet gardening and Kate comes out and she's kind of like helping with the gardening and she throws some awesome shade, which I loved. Um, Kate does or Violet? Kate does. Where she's like, I'm sure you, Violet says, I'm sure you don't have gardens like this where you're from. And she goes, I'm from New Jersey. It's called the Garden State. Oh! And I was like, damn, bitch! Um, So this kind of sets up that like Kate's character is like, not a great employee, I would say. Like, I feel like she's a good hospice worker, but not a great employee because, like, she's right. kind of r- rude. She's like, good at her job, but she's sassy. She's a little sassy where I'm like, that's, I mean. I'm down with that. Yeah. Like, we're down with it because we know that she's the protagonist of a horror movie. But, like, if you actually take her out of that context, you're like, why are you, like, throwing shade at your boss? Like, what's the problem? She does it later on where I'm just like, Calm down. Anyway. Um, it's a little sassy and I like it. Yeah. So Violet's gardening, smoking clove cigarettes like a fucking badass. And then she's like, shit, I forgot my seeds. Can you go up to the attic? There's a box of seeds up there. No one keeps their seeds in the attic. Right? Oh, what's on my face? Makeup. Oh, okay. So she goes up to the attic and she sees the box of seeds, but then she hears like a banging or a rattling. And she's like, what the fuck is that? So she's walking around the attic, this old fucking dusty, crusty, rusty attic. And she sees that there's this shelf and there's like this old like watering can or oil can that's like mm-hmm. moving. Mm-hmm. And she's like, what the <gasps> fuck? She moves the can out of the way. She sees that there's a door behind what? the shelf and the knob is <gasps> moving and moving the can. <gasps> Okay, so you see this. She tries to turn the knob. It's locked. What do you do? What does Kate do? Um, I mean, she definitely work. She she moves some shit around so she can get in. Yes, I probably do the same. Yes. Fuck. Okay, so I can't help it. Uh, you're de- okay. Dead. You're okay. dead. I mean, like, because that's mean, not. But, but like, let's, re- yes, our curiosity, 
you didn't you did exactly what I would do like how do you not try to get in there but it's like if we really take ourselves out of this there is a locked fucking door (laughs) that somebody is rattling the doorknob of there is something in there that is not that we are not supposed to encounter like we can acknowledge that you're right yeah okay Okay. so it's like Um, all right okay real life fuck I mean, ugh. I don't. I mean, I'm can, probably too much of a pussy to go in. I you're agree. Right. You're, you're a like, huge pussy. <laughs> um, um, no, I would just ignore it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so Kate tries the skeleton key. Ooh. Because remember, Genius. Violet was like, "This opens all the doors all in the house." Doors. So I'm gonna say you you stay alive, and I think you said that she tries to open it. So yeah. yeah. Okay. So. She immediately goes to Violet with the box of seeds that she now has. And Violet's like, what took you so long? And Kate's like, what's behind the door? Like, just right off the bat. And that's where I'm kind of like, you're a bad employee. Like, you're you're basically, like, admitting that you were, like, snooping around this lady's fucking attic. Like, I get it, but it's like, you're fired, right? Like, it's just, like, snoopy. And she's very, like, she's not like, oh, I was just curious. I mean, like, what's the... She yeah. literally is like, you told me that key opens every door, but it doesn't open that secret one upstairs. She, this is the opposite of the character from the last Hot Yes! Yes. <laughs> yes. Wouldn't touch anything. Yes. That is, so I was like, damn, bitch. I mean, I want to know as well, so thank you, but also you're fired. Um, so Violet's response is, no idea. I don't know what's behind that door. But that is where Ben was when he had a stroke. Whoa! Right. So, so the skeleton key didn't work. Didn't work. Didn't open it. And I've, I immediately am suspicious because again, kind of like the haunting where it's like, I don't want an attic that is off limits in my house. I don't want a door that is off limits in my house. I want to know every goddamn nook and cranny of my house so that I'm like, I need to know there can't be any mysteries in your own home. Right. So whatever. Um, so then we cut to a shower scene where we get some Kate Hudson side boob. It's PG-13, so, like, it was only side boob. And also, what's the fucking point of that? Uh, yeah. Uh, I'll tell you the point. Okay. Because she has a little compact mirror. Remember, there's no mirrors in the house. Right, right. She has a little compact mirror that's, like, open on the sink while she's in the shower. Uh-huh. What do we see <gasps> in the mirror? Oh, my God. Um, I'll give you a clue. See in the mirror. It's Kim Burns's worst fear. No! Oh god! <laughs> like a shadow. Yes. A shadow walk by. Yes. <laughs> that is what we worst see. Fear. So it's like kind of an inconsequential scene. Like I didn't need to mention that she had side boob, but because that's what she saw in the compact, I was like, shit. So she sees it in the compact. She doesn't see it. And She's we, in the shower. We see, we it. see it. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so then it's... That's why there's no mirrors. I like this movie already because it's like, we're just getting into shit quick. I, I feel like my last movie... I did not get the into entire shit. thing and nothing happened. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or we both of... I feel like we are... Both of our last two movies, we were both like, is this a 90-minute montage? Nothing's happening. Yeah. So then we're in nighttime okay. and we're having like a Nolan's rainstorm, which I was just like, I'm literally Boy, here for all of this. Oh, I'm just here for all of this. Um, I just want to be in that house. I just want to be in that rain. I just love it. But she is woken up by a noise from upstairs. And it's like a loud fucking noise. Mm-hmm. I originally think it's coming from the attic where that door, course, door was banging. Why? It's not. No. She's looking everywhere for the noise. She can't find it. 
So she's up out of bed. She's looking. up out of bed looking. It's loud. It's okay. it's it's. It, it woke her up. It's loud. Yeah. yeah. She goes Is into like a thumping. Yes. Or, okay, okay. Yes. She go, but it's also raining really hard. So it's yeah. like I imagine she's not clear about like yeah. what she's hearing. Yeah. And it's an old fucking house, so like sound carries in that old house way. Right. She goes into Ben's room. Ben's out of bed. Ben's in a fucking wheelchair. Where the fuck is he? He's not in his bed. And she's like, what the fuck? Oh and she's like, what is happening? The window's open. Where, <gasps> where is he? The window's open? Yes. Where is he? He's out on the roof. Yes, bitch! <laughs> He's out on the roof! He's out on the fucking roof. And it was so scary because, like, he can't use his legs. So it's, like, pouring down rain. It's this old rickety roof. And he's, like, crawling, trying to, like, get somewhere. And Kate's, like... And he's crawling away. 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 And Kate's, like, Ben, come back! And he sees her. He gets startled. And he falls off the fucking roof. Oh, my God. So she's, like, holy shit. She goes outside. She's, like, cradling him. It's pouring down rain. And, like, she, you know, she has to, like, go up and get his, like, wheelchair. Like, she can't, she can carry him into a bathtub, but she can't, like, care, bring him inside. Yeah. Violet Devereaux comes out. And she's like, did you give him his medicine? And she's like, I don't know, bitch. Like, yes, I did. Whatever. Um, she runs back in. I imagine she runs back up to his room. I'm assuming to get his wheelchair because it's, like, she needs to put, uh-huh. put him into his wheelchair. Uh-huh. And she notices that the plant that was on his nightstand is on the floor. Mm-hmm. And the sheet that he was laying under, also on the floor. She picks up the sheet. Uh, this wasn't one of the questions, but what's on the sheet? What's on the sheet? So he was laying on the sheet. Like it's the, it's on the, the floor. Sheet. Yes. And it's on the floor. Yes. And what's underneath it or what's on what's it? What's on it. Um, uh, Remember the, the plant, plant is... Dirt. Uh-huh. Yes, the plant dirt. And blood? Is that plant dirt in any sort of configuration? Oh, a skeleton. A key. <laughs> Close. <laughs> I love that you're thinking that this man who's paralyzed drew a skeleton, anatomically correct skeleton on a sheet. <laughs> no, it says, help me. Oh, no. In dirt. So she's like... So she's freaked out, but she's like, something is wrong. Like something is wrong with Ben and he can't communicate. So it's like something's wrong. Um, And she's like, you know, did I give him his medicine? Like whatever. So then she go, Peter, the next day, Peter comes to the house and she goes to show him the sheet and she picks it up. There's nothing on it. And she's like, what the She's like, okay, maybe I am at, like, she's like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Like, she's now questioning herself. Okay. Now, but she definitely is like, she's got a lot of stuff going on. Ben is freaking out about something, but there's also this secret fucking room upstairs. Mm -hmm. She's all kinds of sass with Violet Devereaux. Mm -hmm. So based on that knowledge, she looks out the window and she sees that Violet is working outside. She's sweeping. So Kim, what do you do? And what does Kate do? Um, uh, and a state lawyer is in the house with me. He's so? gone now. Okay, he's gone. So you don't oh, fuck so the estate I'm lawyer. Like, That's. 
That's what I was going to do, I though. know. Me, too. That was my choice. Um, I know. I'm sorry. Um, uh, so he's gone. She looks out the window. She sees that Violet she... is out of the house for a moment. Ooh, okay. So she fucking... Okay. Ben's in the house. She I either goes to Ben to try to communicate with him or mm-hmm. goes to the attic room. And I can't decide which. Mm, is one of those right? <laughs> I'm not going to fucking tell you, bitch. <laughs> I, she... Okay, she goes to Ben. Okay, and what does Kim do? Um, Kim would like to think that she figures out what to do. <laughs> she's dealing with skeleton. That lady's out of the house. Help me. I, I think I communicate with Ben. Okay. Too. Uh, I'm getting up. Both I I agree. Uh, so I would say you're alive, but that's not what she does. What does she do? She, she goes, her. no, she goes and tries to pick the lock upstairs. See, I knew it was one of those two. Yeah. Okay, I should have picked one for me and one for her. Yeah. Next time, that's what I'm doing. Okay, she goes and tries to pick a lock upstairs. Um, and she, like, takes up, uh, which medoodle, bobby pin out of her hair. Now, she sticks it in. This was hard for me to see. What it looked like to me is when she pulls it out, the the bobby pin is now, like, melted or disfigured in some way mm-hmm. and she kind of like compares it to the skeleton key and decides to try the skeleton key again she tries the skeleton key again and it works now so that part is a little unclear to me i don't mm-hmm. know why like it didn't work and now it works and yeah. if the key no was sense. melted i'm unclear but regardless no she gets into the room mm-hmm. what no! does I she Fine. I don't know. Okay, I'll like give you some. Hint to me. Uh, yes, I will is it give a you a hint. Person? Like, I'll give you a hint. At least have like a. This. What kind? Okay, of- we are in. We are in New Orleans. Mm-hmm. And she also finds something we're missing. Dun, missing. Dun, 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 what does that mean? Find something we're missing. I'm not gonna. I'm not going to tell you the answer. Uh, <laughs> I gave you a fucking clue. I, well, you, you, you made it harder with your clue. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't. You're going to beat yourself up when you hear what it is. This is like me not knowing Cole was the one playing pool. Uh, okay. What is something, what is something kind of creepy that we associate with New Orleans? Cemeteries, mm-hmm. dead people, uh-huh. voodoo. Yeah, voodoo. Voodoo. That's voodoo was my number one answer until you said something we're missing. Well, because there's two. There's two things. So voodoo shit was one of the answers. You got that one. The other one is what are we fucking missing? And I know from what you've told yep. me so far. Mm-hmm. She's gone into the house. She meets these people. Fucking. Eh. Mirrors, bitch. Oh. She finds all the fucking mirrors. All of them. First of all, oh. so creepy. I do, do you remember you remember my room at Peg and Skip's house? Yeah. So this is what it reminded me of. Because the attic is dark. There's like very little light in there. I, you know how like my room has like that short little entryway that's mm-hmm. like this teeny tiny little hall and then it opens up into my room so I had that mirror on the back of that door yeah there was literally nothing more terrifying than having to go to the bathroom in the middle of the night yeah and see my reflection yeah. in that mirror in the dark yeah 
It was fucking terrifying. Yeah. That's all I could think of. That it's just like mirrors in the darkness yeah, everywhere. We used to live somewhere. Was it with you? Or at one of my houses out here, Like my, I had like big sliding closet doors. And yes. Was full mirror. Where was that? Um, I don't remember. But yes. And it's you. like so scary. Uh, my studio, I guess, had that. Oh, it was your studio. Yeah. Yeah. Terrifying. So scary. Um, so they, so she finds oh, a bunch of voodoo shit, right, voodoo and then she finds all of the fucking mirrors. She also finds these things you wouldn't have guessed, but she finds this gold ring that is three snake heads. Mm-hmm. She finds a record that is called something sacrifice. It's like yeah. the... Uh, sacrifice something I say it later I can't remember what it is I wrote it down somewhere else but I don't want to flip pages um and it's kind of it's this like man's voice kind of speaking in sort of sermony type way and then she also finds in the insert of the record it's this diagram for a protection circle so it's like you know a circle and it says like a candle here a candle here and like whatever so she's like what the fuck all of a sudden Violet Devereaux comes in Kate hides. So, and... What? Yeah. And Violet is calling her like, Caroline! Caroline! And she's hiding, holding this record. And then Violet leaves and closes the door behind her. So she's like, I, you know, I don't... I don't know what the fuck is going on here, but, like, there's definitely... Like, Violet definitely knew this room was here. Uh-huh. Why is it hidden? Yeah. Yeah. So then she goes out with her best friend... And she's describing all the shit that she finds in the room. And her best friend, who's, like, from New Orleans um, originally, she's like, oh, that's hoodoo shit. And Kate's like, you mean voodoo? And she's like, no, hoodoo. Voodoo came over from Africa, I think her best friend says. Hoodoo is American folk magic, is, is, is how she describes it. And she's like... It's like voodoo, for like lack of a better understanding, uh-huh. but it only works if you believe in it. So it's like, what? it's super powerful, but like if the person that you're casting a spell on doesn't believe in it, that spell's not going to work. Fucking kind fascinating. Of thing. Yeah. So she's like, my grandma used to be into hoodoo. And she's like, she used to go to a store around here, actually. And um, so she's like, I think it's on this street. And she takes her to a laundromat and they're standing outside a laundromat. And Kate's like, what are you talking about? She's like, no, that this is where she would go. Um, And she's like, "Okay." She's like, I'm not going in there. So she won't go in. And it's like the front of the store is a laundromat. So you can't even tell that it's a hoodoo shop in the Mm -hmm. back. So we learn a little bit. Right. Um, So then we're back at the house and Violet is coming in to what is now Kate's room to freshen it up a bit and um, put some flowers in there. Mm-hmm. She's one of those ladies that, like, always has fresh flowers around the house, uh-huh. which I, like, I would love to be that lady. Yeah. Um, but um, not. Probably also, requires, like, having a garden. Having a garden. It also, like, my cats will eat all the fucking flowers. Um, but she's, like, coming in to, like, put flowers in there. She walks into the frame of the door, and we just see her fear-stricken, Violet, fear-stricken, drops the vase it breaks Mm -hmm. what does she see in kate's room she sees a mirror yes bitch yes holy shit (laughs) yeah she sees a mirror hanging on the wall yeah yeah and so violet loses her shit okay and she like goes to kate and she's like i told you not to hang any fucking mirrors and kate's response is not i'm sorry 
Because, again, she is an employee of this woman. She goes, tell me what's in that room or I'm leaving. Whoa. Sex, and I'm like, sex, oh, my sex. God. Like, I appreciate her her sassiness for the sake of the movie. But as an employer, again, you're fired. Absolutely. Um, I guess we're learning that I'm kind of a bitch boss. <laughs> like, you're a boss lady. And I'm yeah. like, yeah so she's like okay listen i'll level with you uh this room this secret room it belonged to the original owner's servants papa justify and mama cecile who were the two servants that we saw In in the picture and she's like this shit referring to like the hoodoo shit and everything she's like you don't throw this shit away. Like, basically, she was kind of like what your movie was talking about, where it's like, the, there is a respect that you pay yeah. to the ghosts. It's like their house. There is a respect that you pay to this hoodoo shit. Um, she clearly believes in the hoodoo shit. And she's like, I'm not, I don't just go up there and start, like, throwing shit away. Um, she's like, Papa Justify and Mama Cecile were the servants of the original owners of this house. They were incredibly mistreated by mm-hmm. the the owner, the man who owned it. They took care of the owner's kids, mm-hmm. um, who were the two, were the brother and sister. Um, one night, uh, the owner uh, is having a roaring party, a 1920s roaring party. Everyone is drinking drugs. Like, it's just fucking debauchery everywhere. Um, and the guests are finally, like, they're kind of drunk and having fun. They're like, where are the kids? Let's go find the kids. So the guests are looking everywhere for the kids. Can't find them. Then they go into uh, the room that we now know was locked. And they find Mm -hmm. Papa Justify, Mama Cecile, uh, casting spells. The kids are sitting in what we recognize as the protection Protection circle. Uh Okay. And so they're like... No, like, the kids wanted to learn about our hoodoo. Like, you know, we're not hurting them. It's a protection circle. The guests lose their shit. It's also the 1920s, and they're black. So they fucking take out Mama Justify, uh, Papa Justify and Mama Cecile, and they fucking lynch them (gasps) in the backyard from the, like, right there. And then they light them on fire. (gasps) Oh, my God. And I was just like, it's all, so this is all done in sort of like a a black and white flashback kind of thing where like the images are, are flashing and kind of unsettling uh, images, but it's like telling the story of what happened. That was just like so fucking upsetting. Like, obviously it's upsetting, like lynching regardless is so fucking upsetting. But like the idea that these people were like having a party and part of their party activities was to like lynch and burn people. It was just, it was really upsetting. And then we see, yeah, that the kids were like looking out the window when this all happened. Um, So the kids end up inheriting the house because the owner uh, at some point ends up murder-suiciding his wife. So he fucking Uh, kills his uh, wife and then kills himself. uh, uh. The kids are left alive and obviously they inherit the house those are the kids that violet and ben 
bought the right. house from in 1962. Right. And they're like, so the reason there's no mirrors is because we see ghosts in the mirrors. Whoa. We see Mama Cecile, Papa Justify in the mirrors. Shit. And Kate's like, bitch, please. Come on. Like, yeah. she doesn't buy it. She's, She's like, this is all fucking stupid. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So... Uh, then she's, but she's starting to realize that like, they believe in it. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. Ben believes in it. Violet believes in it. So she's starting to have like these feelings of like, Ben had his stroke in the attic. I don't know what happened up there, but like something happened up there mm-hmm. to Ben. Yeah. Um, whether like she's just kind of, her gears are turning at this point. So then she's bathing Ben again and she gets soap in her eye and she's like trying to get the soap out of her eye, but she doesn't have a mirror. So she realizes she has her compact and she's like looking in her compact to try to get something out of her eye and she gets an idea. What does she do? She takes that mirror up to the attic. Ben's in the tub. She... I shouldn't have. I should have just let you say. So, what does she do? What do you do? She um, lets Ben look in the mirror. What does Kim do? I um, what the fuck do I do? I'm like, <laughs> I don't want to do any of it. You're like, I throw the mirror out the window. Because this is like your worst nightmare, actually. Hundred percent. Yeah. Like, I'm like, nope. Uh, yeah, no, I put a blanket over that. Uh, yeah. I put a blanket okay. over I'm going to say that that it. keeps you alive. I am just... And then also, you're correct. She tries to show Ben the mirror. Mm-hmm. She's sliding the mirror very slowly towards him. Uh, with the, the, the mirror, like, facing mostly away. But, like, as she's sliding it towards him, she's also turning the mirror towards him. And Ben is, like recoiling like fucking terrified and I like can't handle it because you know how I am with old men being in distress I can't deal um recoiling until the mirror turns toward him and he like screaming like loses his shit loses his fucking mind utter terror like we've never seen and Kate like puts the mirror down and she's like I'm sorry I'm sorry I'm 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 sorry so at this point Kate's like I don't know what the fuck is happening, but, like, he's terrified of something. Yeah. Um, she still doesn't really, like, believe in this shit. Yeah. But at this point, she's like, Ben believes in this shit. Um, so, once again, she's a horrible employee mm-hmm. because she marches the fuck out of the house right past Violet Devereaux. And Violet's like, where are you going, person in my employ to take care of my husband? She ignores her gets in her car and just backs out and drives away. Again, horrible. Like, on what planet do you just, like, march past your employer and when she asks where you're going, you just ignore her? That's not a thing. Horrible employee. You're fired. Um, so she drives to... how you feel about your job. That's true. She drives to the hoodoo shop. And she buys a bunch of, sh- a bunch of shit. She tells uh, the woman who works there, she's like, like, what if Ben believes in this? And she's like, well, that's, I mean, that's part of it, you know? So she's still like, I don't, I don't buy into any of this shit. But in her mind, she's kind of like, but if it's all in his head, maybe if I sort of 
cast a spell saying, I release you, that'll release something in him, Mm -hmm. right? She also says, also, I noticed you have some red dust at your doorway. What is that? that? And she says, it keeps your enemies from crossing. So this special red dust, you, you... your enemies can't cross it. So obviously she probably buys some red dust too. And she says to her boyfriend or to her best friend, she's like, have you ever heard of psychosomatic therapy? Um, mainly saying like, it's all, if it's all in Ben's head, if I can sort of play into the game that he thinks is happening, I can release him from whatever it is. So basically she's saying, I don't believe he had a stroke. I believe this is all in his head because he believes in this voodoo shit and found this hoodoo shit and found this hoodoo room and Mm -hmm. freaked out. But I'm also like, you're not trained in psychosomatic therapy, bitch. Uh, she's just a little too ballsy for me. Uh, like, do your research. Anyway, so she starts doing um, a spell on Ben. And yeah. to her, she's like, only he has to believe in this. Yeah. So she starts doing a spell basically to, like, re- release him from his brain shackles. Mm-hmm. Um, she's doing it, and he starts to... Ooh. Ooh. Like, you can tell he's trying to say something. And she's like, what? Tell me. Tell me what it is. And he's, he mouths. She's like, help me? Okay. Yeah. And she's like, who is hurting you? Who is hurting you, Ben? Who's doing this to you? Right then, uh, Ben indicates who is hurting him. Who does he say? Violet. Yes. Yes! Violet walks in and he like indicates towards Violet right and she's like what the fuck are you doing bitch like Violet walks in she's like you're putting spells on my husband like what are you doing but instead of firing her she just is like that's all for tonight and I'm like also you should be fired um so she's like okay so she doesn't really get to like finish what she was doing but Miss Devereaux is clearly like you've overstepped this is ridiculous Um, So then she has, Kate goes to sleep. She has a creepy fucking dream. And it's all these creepy images of like, Papa justify Mama Cecile because she just heard that story. And then um, it's images of her eyes and mouth being sewn up. And she like sits up out of bed and her eyes and mouth are sewn up. But then she wakes up. Yeah, yeah. And she's like, you know what? Fuck this. Like, I'm out of here. Uh... But then as she's packing up, she sees Ben through the window looking really sad. What do you do? What does Kate do? Through what window? Where is she? I'm confused. She's in her room. She sees him sitting on the porch. Oh, okay. It's daytime? Yeah. Because she woke up and she's like, I'm done. I'm out of here. Yeah. Um, Oh, geez. You know. (sighs) What do you do, Bernsey? I Day because I care about Ben Deverell too much. Okay, so you want to take care of Ben. Yes. Okay, what does she do? I want to put a blanket over it. Um, she, I, I mean, how does the movie keep going if she just pieces out, right? Maybe the movie's over. You don't know. I'm going to say she stays also for Ben Deverell. Okay, so you get a point because she does say, but you don't get a point because you're, also I think you're dead. <laughs> um, but yeah, she stays. So she talks to Peter, uh, who, his name is Luke, Peter Sarsgaard, weird fuck. Um, into it. Uh, and she's like, why did the other girls quit? Mm -hmm. Why did the girl before me quit? Mm -hmm. Peter's like, I don't know, let's go talk to her. So he drives her to, like, a hospice facility, 
and she ends up talking to this super pretty girl um and she's like why did you quit and she's like that house is bad news bears and she's like ghosts didn't do that to ben she did and that's all she says okay so now that you have that information what do you do i call the police I, think. I would say that that would keep you alive. What the fuck does Kate do? This bitch. She, um, what the fuck does she do? I mean, she goes back to the house. She goes back to the house. I'm going to give you a clue because I feel like, uh, this one is a little obscure for you to guess in the, in the scheme of plots. She goes somewhere that she thinks might have more information about what she can do. Um, to the, is it somewhere we already know about? Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm going to say Eater. Eater? Eater? Either the hoodoo shop or for some reason that gas station. Which place? one? Ah, I'm going to say gas station. Yes. She goes to the <laughs> fucking, you're so good at this. I'm good at this. She goes back to the gas station. Because remember, like... The red line. The red line. Mm -hmm. So she's like, these motherfuckers know something, and that creepy-ass blind lady, I got a feeling about her. Mm -hmm. So she goes back, and she ends up talking to the blind lady, and she's like, do you know about Papa Justify and the Conjure of Sacrifice? That's what the record was called. Oh, The Conjure of Sacrifice. She's asking the blonde lady. Blind, blind lady. Blind lady. Okay. And the blind lady says something that I thought was really interesting where she was like, if you knew what that was, you wouldn't be asking me about that. So like, she's like, okay. you, like, I don't even want to have a, a fucking conversation about this shit. And nor would you if you knew what you were talking like about. Into, yeah. yeah. Um, okay. But Kate is, you know. An idiot. Sassy bitch. Yes, sassy bitch. So she's like, what's the fucking record? Tell me what it is. And the blind lady says, it keeps you from dying by stealing a person's remaining years. Yeah. Okay. Got it. So now you have this information. Kim, what do you do? And what (laughs) does Kate do? Oh, fuck. Um... I think that she confronts Violet. Okay. I, God, what do I do? Jesus, Lord. Um, Calls me. (laughs) I'm like, I think I either ask Blind Lady for help or maybe Hoodoo Place for help. Hmm. They know what they're talking about. I don't. I Clearly we're dealing with some black magic situation. I'm going to need help. I'm going to keep you alive for that because I do feel like that was Kate's uh, mistake that like she gets this information. She like starts to get information, but then she doesn't go the extra step of like getting all the information. Right. Yeah. So I give you a half a point for confronting Violet Uh because she doesn't exactly confront Violet. And does she put the protection thing on Ben? No, but that's really smart. There's another thing that we learned can give you information 
about the people around you. Mirrors. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, it can tell them if they have a booger in their nose. No, there's something that we learned about that is not mirrors that can give us information about the people around us. We talked about it within the past yes. time. That we it was at the that. gas station. It was at the hoodoo shop. You know, I've drank a lot today. You... I don't recall. This is coal. Uh, <laughs> red dust. Wait. Oh, to see if you're an enemy. That didn't make sense. The way you okay. described it didn't make sense to me. Yeah, that was my fault, guys. I was like, Clearly. how do I... <laughs> it was not my fault. Uh, so, I was like, how does that give us information? I, yeah. like, I was like, what? We haven't talked about voodoo dolls. Okay, but we'll be like, that person's my enemy if I put that yes. outside my door. That's so smart. Cap- I think that's smart. It is smart. Actually, so she okay. takes the red dust and she puts it at the threshold of her bedroom. And Kim, you just spilled water all over your fucking self, which is funny <laughs> because I'm about to tell you about a leak that Kate says is in her roof. Similar to the leak <laughs> that is now leaked all this over your boobs from your water bottle. water bottle. Yeah, with this water bottle. This has been, guys, this has been happening for 15 years with different water bottles. And it happens with every water bottle that Kim drinks out of. So I ask you, is it the water bottles or is the common denominator Kim Burns? Why don't I know how to drink? I don't I know. I don't know. Um, anyway, so she says there is a leak in my um, in my roof. Can you come check it out? And to get her in her room mm-hmm. to see if she can cross. <gasps> I like this idea. Uh-huh. I'm on board with yep. this idea. And Violet says, "Oh, I'm sure it's from the rain," but doesn't cross the threshold. And Kate says, "Yes, I know it's from the rain." But can you come look at this? I, I think it's going to become a bigger problem. And she goes, I'll call someone to, to come and look at it tomorrow. And she goes, yes, but uh, it's leaking now. And so Violet hands her a paper, uh, not a paper towel, a, a cloth to say, you can use this to sop it up and I'll get you a bucket. And she goes, and she just holds her hand out. Like they're both just holding their hands yeah, out. Yeah. Waiting for the other one to grab it. She doesn't. And so... Violet gets uncomfortable and just goes enemy yeah and she's like you're a strange girl and walks away so Kate's like well that's all the fucking proof I need bitch and so she talks to oh no wait I skipped that so she's like okay this this bitch is my enemy um she's like this is all the proof I need she's doing something to Ben um and she won't cross the line what I find well I won't say that so she won't cross the line this this bitch is my enemy. Yes. Um, so it's time to give Ben his meds. She doesn't. She's like, I'm not giving you these fucking meds. I want to see what happens. She then takes the medicine that she was supposed to give Ben and she injects it into the sugar cubes. Okay? Okay. Violet Devereaux then says, come downstairs. I made gumbo. Come eat dinner with me. Okay. Uh, I wrote this down. No poker face because Kate is straight up me at a bar while you're talking to a boy that I think is stupid. No poker face. No trying to like. Pretending to be uh, Yeah. Um, She's just like, I'm not hungry. Like she's just being a total fucking bitch about it. I'm like, you need to like play your cards closer. And she's like, why don't you put some sugar in your tea? And uh, Violet's like, 
no, I'm fine. It's a little too sweet for me. And she's like, you always have sugar in your tea. And I'm like, chill, bitch. Like, you're really come on. So luckily, the fucking lights go out from the storm. There's another storm. The lights go out from the storm. So Violet gets up from the chair to get a a candelabra for some light. At that point, Kate puts an injected sugar cube into her tea. Dev drinks the tea. And she uh, collapses. And she's like, what are you doing to me? So she's still, like, kind of conscious. It doesn't, like, knock her out. But it, yeah. like, sed- it's, it sedates her. Yeah. She's like, what are you doing to me? And Kate's like, I'm taking Ben. So she steals Ben. She gets him in the car. Also, how? he He's, like, a full-grown man. Is there man. a wheelchair situation? There's a wheelchair, but there's just, like, a lot of fucking... Li- it's yeah, really yeah, hard to like yeah. lift debt. Okay, anyway. Yeah. Um, so she steals Ben. She puts him in the car. Um, she The gate is locked. There's like an entrance gate of the driveway, mm-hmm. right? Gate's mm-hmm. locked. She can't open it. It's raining. She hears that uh, Violet Devereaux is like kind of banging around, like trying to get up. So she tries to drive through. Uh, she tries to drive through the gate. Mm-hmm. She can't break it open. She ends up skidding and like now the car is undrivable. So she can't get through the gate. What do you do with Ben? Fuck. Fuck. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you do with Ben? What does Kate do? The car is undrivable. Yes. I cannot move the car. Yes. For various reasons. She just tried to drive it into a gate several times and also the tires are stuck in mud presumably. Okay. It's nighttime? Mm-hmm. Very nighttime. Very rainy. Very horror movie scary time. Oh, God. Mm-hmm. What do you do, Burns? I panic. <laughs> um, I... Okay. 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 Um, okay. She... <laughs> She's panic. currently panicking, guys. She... <laughs> <laughs> I'm feeling it right now. Um, okay. I is his wheelchair in the place in the van with me or car with me? Sure. I, I, it, okay. There's no reason for me to say that it's not, so I'll say yes. Which means she doesn't put him in his wheelchair, <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> All right. She leaves him in the car and goes back to the house. Uh, no, but I'm going to give you a half a point because where she, she ends drags up... drags him in the fucking, through the mud? Sort of. Where, where she, she fucking ends up, lifts him above her head through the basically. house. Basically. What does Kim do? Um, I fucking, god damn it. You know, I don't think I've, I would get to this point. Right. Which is why I don't know. Why it's hard to do. say. Yeah. Um, I, um, okay. I'm going to keep them... As separate as possible, I think. Dev and, and Ben? Violet and Violet Ben? and Ben. Okay. Yes. Is this a time I can finally call for help? I think that's the ultimate thing that I'm doing. I want to call I'm, for someone for help. Like, police, something. She figured out that, like, she's he's poisoning him, probably. Yeah. I'm going to keep you alive for that. I think that that's the right move. I'm not entirely sure how you would get to a phone, but, like, that would be for you to figure out. What she does is she fucking drags him to the garden shed and hides him under a tarp on a shelf. I disagree. Di- very disagree. I strongly disagree. Very, very disagree. She's trying to hide him, so I get that. Now, something I, I didn't tell you before was 
at the back part of this yard is like a the bayou. And so there's a boat there, like a little rowboat. Oh. She sees that rowboat and she oh. just starts rowing. Oh. Now, conveniently enough, as she rows, she rows to Peter Sarsgaard's house. Perfect. Which I'm like, horror movie convenient. Perfect. Great. I'll take it. Um, so she goes into Peter's house and she's like, fuck! Uh, Peter gets a call from Violet Devereaux and leaves the room. Mm. What does, which makes sense, like, he is her estate yeah, lawyer yeah, yeah, and she yeah. just left with Ben. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But he, uh, he leaves the room. What does she find in the room? She finds, um, uh, 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 you have three opportunities here. You can kind of finds, name things off. Um, a record, a similar record. No, but you're on the right track. She finds um, a, like a voodoo spell of some sort. Sort of. Do you give up? She finds um, a mirror voodoo. A voodoo mirror? Is that what you're going for? And voodoo. <laughs> she finds voodoo things. She finds voodoo. Okay, yes, yeah, she... She does find a voodoo thing, so I'll give you a point for that because it's a very specific thing that we only talked about for a split second. She finds that ring with the three snake heads. Ooh, yeah. Okay. She also finds pictures of herself. Whoa. She also finds a skeleton key. Mm-hmm. She also finds books on basically how to be a lawyer. <laughs> mm. <laughs> oh, no. Which Eric pointed out. He was like, that's some horror movie bullshit because oh, it's literally no. like all on the table. It's, it's like, like pictures of her, dummies. lawyer for dummies, pictures of her, snake ring, skeleton key, like all laid out, yeah, like right there. right there. And Eric was like, come the fuck on. And I was like, true. So then she's like, what the fuck is this? Why is an estate lawyer reading lawyer for dummies? Why does he have all this fucking hoodoo shit? And why does he have pictures of me? What the fuck? <laughs> then he strangles her. Wow. Comes up behind her, strangles her, okay? She wakes up. She's gagged in the back of Peter Sarsgaard's car. And she's, they're driving in the rain back to Violet Devereaux's house. So we're like, fuck! Can't ever trust Peter Sarsgaard. No, he's too creepy. He's always going to be bad. Yeah, he's too creeps. Um... So she's in the house. We now know that Peter Sarsgaard and Violet Devereaux are in cahoots. For sure. 100%. Okay. I have to tell you a little bit of backstory that I missed because it was real quick and I didn't realize it was important until we got to this point in the movie. So like I kind of had to backtrack. She says one of the reasons she became a hospice nurse, she tells Peter this, is because she was estranged from her father. Mm-hmm. And in the time that she was estranged, he got very sick and ended up dying alone. Oh. And so she has a lot of guilt over yeah. that, that she wasn't there mm-hmm. to take care of him. Okay. So she now has to trick Pete. Once they're in the house, she now has to trick Peter. Okay. This is complicated, but I think you can get there. How does she trick Peter to protect herself? Is she not gagged still? She's ungagged, but she's still hands tied behind. Yeah, hands tied behind her back. Yeah, they're at the house, Mm -hmm. at Violet's house. Mm -hmm. Okay, she 
brings up her dad. <laughs> yes, brings up her dad. And, in order to um, get go somewhere that he can't. She, she brings up, up her, her dad. dad in order to go somewhere that he that that Peter Sarsgaard can't. can't. Yes, this is complicated. This is a hard one. Like, but when I tell you, you're going to be like, "Oh, that's really smart." Okay. 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 And you also will have an opportunity to say, like, what you would do. So, like, your hands are bound. You're in the house. You, Kim Burns can come up with her own plan as well. Um, I mean, I'm probably dead here. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> 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 Sounds oh, shit. like she... Because, Kim, Kim, you would believe this hoodoo <laughs> shit right out the fucking bat. Oh, yeah. So, it I, would, you would so drink the hoodoo Kool-Aid. I'd be drinking that Kool-Aid right yeah. away. Um, 100%. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I would have gotten the hood, like the hoodoo masters on my side. So yeah, you would have like done remember. a little bit more research. Um, I don't understand what you mean when you say somewhere he can't go. Okay. So that is what's confusing me. And I'm like, oh, because he can't cross the red line somewhere. So, ooh. or, but what does that have to do with her dad? Okay. So I'll so tell like, you, I'm going to give you a half a point because you were almost there. So she basically, also you're dead. You said you were dead, so I'm not giving, you're dead. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so she says, if you're going to kill me, at least let me get a picture of my dad. And my dad from my room. Which has the. Red line. Yes. Oh, so if she goes in, she'll be protected. Yes. That makes sense. So then he tries to cross. I was thinking that, like, I was like, no, I get that he wouldn't be able to cross, but then she's still just, like, out. Like, what does it matter if he can't? We already know he's an enemy. Yeah, I think okay. she's, try, she's, she's trying She's trying to get into di- the room. Yes. So she does that, distances herself, and then Sorry. he realizes that, that he can't get in, and he's like, Violet, I can't get in. <laughs> very, he's very nonchalant. He's very funny in this. Um, he's so good. I love him. He's the best. Um, she then breaks a window... And uses the broken la- glass to saw her. Nice. Uh, uh-huh. What am I saying? What are these? The ties. The ties around her. Our what are these? Wrists. Wrists. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, I don't know why you're the like, oh, god. Right yeah, um, like, that's me. I'm the one that doesn't know where. It, is. I, it was terrible. So then she's she's out and she's like running through the house, pouring red dust in front of all of the doors. To which I say. That was one mason jar of red dust, and you have now poured about 16 gallons of red dust out. So this is some very magical shit, yeah. the never-ending right. jar of dust. Um, but she's running through the house, and I'm kind of like, are you trying to like close in all of the rooms? I was confused about what she was doing, but yeah. she was putting red yeah. dust in front of all the thresholds. Then Violet pops out. So I guess she's like fucking immune to this like shit that she poisoned her with, because Violet is ready to fight. And so she's got a goddamn shotgun. Oh! Kate, yeah, Kate is, like, wrestling her. Violet blows some shit into Kate's face. Violet gets a stronghold, pushes her over the railing, okay, of the stairs. Okay. Not before Violet blows a shit in her face, but pushes her over the the stairs. And she uh, falls to the ground, and we hear her moaning, right? Mm -hmm. So now Kate goes to find a phone. Wait, she pushes Violet. Violet, yes, I'm sorry. Did I say that wrong? Kate pushes Violet over the railing. I'm sorry, okay. Kate fell over. No, Kate pushes Violet over the railing, okay? okay? But not until after Violet has blown shit in in Kate's face. So then she finds a phone. 
she picks up the phone and she like can't focus her eyes. She can't see the numbers, mm-hmm. but she's able. <laughs> Did that make you you unable? To, <laughs> Kim just blinked like eye blue shit into her eyes. I'm a visual kinesthetic I, learner. I need to like feel what's happening. Yeah, so she can't really see the letter or the numbers, but she like dials something, and then she is uh, calling. Uh, so who does she call on the phone? Who does Kim call on the phone and who does... Can I call the police finally? Why? Yes, you I've should, tried so many you times. should call the police. What does Kate do? She calls um, her best friend. Yeah. What the... F- Did you write this movie? <laughs> yes. She calls her best friend. And I'm like, listen, Bernsey, I love you. Don't call me. I don't call... Don't, don't call... call and don't call me. No. I mean, like, I can't... A, I wouldn't call you. That's mean. B, don't call me. Why wouldn't you call me? Because I'm calling the police. Okay, fine. So she uh, I mean, calls... I call you immediately after, but well, not thank to, you. like, come save me. True. Though I could totally save you. I feel like I could save you. Do you not feel like I could save you? I just feel like there's a lot more going on. It's more not even just specifically you. It's, like, one person. I'm like, I feel like I need a lot of, of people. people to come. Okay. In this so it's nothing I should take personally is what you're saying i'm not sure it's up to you uh, then i'm taking it personally <laughs> uh personally taken anyway so yes two points for you you're doing great so she can't see or talk well like she's trying to get the words out oh, and she's okay. it's kind of like do you ever have those dreams where you're like i, I can't something, quite talk oh my God, right this just me. something happened last night where i couldn't i could see my room i haven't had one of these dreams oh no what's wrong is it because we're watching too many horror movies yep I haven't had one of these dreams since college. Uh, but the paralyzation dream. Yes. You see your room. I could see my room. It was like my eyeballs were open in the dark and I couldn't move. That's sleep paralysis, bitch. That's sleep paralysis. I know. I'm talking about the dreams where you either are trying to talk, but like you can't get the words out or you're punching, but it's in slow motion or you're running, but you keep tripping. Okay. Do you get, you don't have those? Okay. They're awful. Uh, That's what she's kind of having. So then she's talking on the phone and snip the line cuts. Fucking no, no, it's motherfucking Violet. Violet. She's like she. How old is she? She's a million. Well, she's living off the years of Ben, though. Uh, Yeah, she's a million, and she is just cannot be killed. Um, so she cuts the line. What do you do? Oh, you know how she got up there? We didn't know this, but like she has this brilliant, it's like a lift that would get Ben up and down the um, stairs. Mm-hmm. She would put him into like like a, a lift. Mm-hmm. Um, so even though her legs are broken and she's like crawling everywhere, that's how she got up to her and cut the line. Um, inconsequential, I just thought it was cool. Um, so line is cut. Kim, what do you do at this point and what does Kate do? God damn it. Ugh. Well, the police... Okay, so will you have some information okay. on the police are on their way because you've called the police. Kate has not called the police. Kate's called me. Well, yeah, I've lived in a different world. Yeah. So did she ever get through to her friend? Like, were words yes. ever said? Yes. And the friend is coming, maybe? The, we, we think. We think. Um, okay. But, okay. Okay. Um, I have my red dust. I, you know what? Um, protection circle. I do protection circle. That's all, that's, that's all I have left. Uh, you're dead, but also correct, because that's what Kate does. Yeah. Okay? So she does a fucking protection circle, and 
Violet Devereaux is like, ha, 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 dummy. I set your bitch ass up. That protection circle, I knew you were going to find it. That keeps you inside the circle, dummy. You just trapped yourself. No. Yeah. And Kate's like, fuck. And she's like, you were a tough one. Like, I had to get you to believe this shit first. And now I know you believe it because you just cast a protection circle around yourself thinking it would protect you. So now all this shit is going to work on you because you believe it. Oh, my God. Yeah. So Kate's like, fuck. She's like losing her shit. And she's like in this protection circle. She can't get out. Violet is like crawling, but like pulls this mirror, this like one of those like uh, tall full length mirrors, but it's like on a swivel kind of thing. And she like uncovers it, pulls it out. And she's like pushing it towards Kate. And Kate's like, I don't believe, I don't believe, I don't believe. And in the mirror, it's flashes of Mama Cecile, Papa Justify, the little kids, twins, Ben, Violet. And it's flashing and she pushes the mirror into Kate. It shatters, knocks Kate over. But then also Violet, like, finally dies, like falls to the ground. Or doesn't die, but like falls to the ground. Kate wakes up and just like, where am I? Violet Devereaux is on the ground, knocked out. Uh, Peter Sarsgaard comes into the room and he says, Cecile, are you okay? And Kate says, yep. Kate answers. Kate is now Mama Mama Cecile. And... Violet Devereaux is now Kate and can't talk. So Kate is stuck in Violet Devereaux's body. Mama Cecile, who was previously in Violet's body, is now in Kate's younger body. And Ben, here's what, here's what, uh, is Peter Sarsgaard. And Papa Justify is, is Is Peter Sarsgaard. Yeah. Oh my God. So listen to this shit. Okay. So now do you, so Peter Sarsgaard says she was much tougher than the lawyer. So like they're just switching bodies. Yeah, they are. Okay. Yeah. So then a fucking, I show up. The bestie shows up. Uh Okay. This cracked me the fuck up. This was so funny to me because I, all I could do is picture like you and me. Yeah. And so bestie shows up and they're taking uh, Violet Devereaux and Ben Devereaux out on stretchers. The yeah. cops have now come. Yeah. Taking them out on stretchers. And lawyer Ben, Peter Sarsgaard, who we now know as Papa Justify, is like, they need more help than your friend can give them now. Yeah. And Bestie is like, yeah, oh my gosh, that's awful. And she's like, what happened, Kate, Caroline? And she's like, what? She's like, you called me. And Caroline's like, Oh, right. Yeah, I called you. Um, you know, things got got crazy. Would you, you know what? I'm going to stay here and and finish up some things. Would you write in the write in the car to the hospital with them? And Bestie says, "Okay." And I was just like, that's so fucking stu- that would be the t- like Bestie's never met no, these people. No. Why in the motherfuck no. would the Bestie be the one to no. ride to the hospital? No. So I feel like that's where I would be like you're not my best friend, 
somebody stole Kim's body. I need to fix this. And this, this is, is why. immediately the only option. Yeah. This is why you should call me because I would know right away. If you were like, can you ride in the fucking car with these two people I've never met? Yeah. And so she's she like, oh, okay. So she does. And as she's leaving, Peter Sarsgaard goes up to her and goes, your friend must be really good at her job because before this all happened, they changed their will and they left your friend the house. <laughs> so here, I don't know if you made this connection. Guess who was lynched? Okay, wait, hold on. Um, guess who was lynched? So we now know what that circle does. Oh, the kids. The kids were lynched. The kids. So Mama Cecile and Papa Deborah. So they switched places with the kids. The kids were then lynched. Then the kids grew up, switched places with the Devereaux. Uh-huh. Uh, because once the kids got too old, they needed to new young bodies. New young bodies. Yeah. Ben and Violet bought the house in 1962 yeah. when they were younger. Yeah. Now Ben and now Violet switching. to younger okay. people. Oh, shit. Isn't that so wow. good? So good. I really liked it. I agree. So This is my favorite one I think we've done so far. I really liked it. So I gave it I gave it four out of five stars yeah. just because like I first of all, I love the setting, so I kind of feel like they're they already had me because it was just like so beautiful and like the skeleton keys and all of that kind of stuff and the magic and all that kind of shit. Like I'm in. Um the acting was, like, good. It was fine. Um, and then the story, I just, like, I love all the fucking possession and, like, the yeah. twists and shit yeah. like that. It was great. There were some, like, plot things. Like, for instance, the example I'm thinking of is, like, when all of the clues are just laid out on yeah, Peter Sarsgaard's yeah, yeah. uh, fucking table. And, like, there weren't a ton of, like, jump scares. But I just, I just re- like, I liked being in this movie. Yeah, I really I liked agree. it. Like, I think I would meet, give it four as well, which is the highest I've given yeah. anything in our tales so far. In our tales. Yeah, um, I just, I I really, really liked it. Yeah, because I'm in. Yeah. Also, I, like, had to, like, figure shit out a lot. I like that. When I'm like, yeah. what's going on? And then you do figure it out. Whereas, like, the last one I did, I was like, what's going on? Yeah, and nobody knows. never know. Ooh, let's see how many points you got. So you could get a total of a total of 29 points. Here's what's crazy. Everybody is alive at the end. Right, interesting. So you only got one, two, three, four, five, because Ben and Violet are technically still alive. So you got 26 and a half out of 29. Ah! I'm a horror movie champion. Dude, that was really good. Oh my 26.5 out of I 29. Live. Even no, though half no. of those are me dying. Yeah, you do not live because you literally at one point said, I would be dead at this point. <laughs> so, but like, my missing couple, I only missed a couple points, and it was just those extreme points. I am really impressed. <laughs> um, so, do you, because I feel like you would have really liked this movie, do you feel like you could watch it now, or, or is it just like you just know everything, so it's not even fun to watch um, it? I'm not sure. I mean, it sounds really good. I'm not one to usually watch something that I've already. I know so you don't about, watch things so. twice. Like you don't um, really do that. But it sounds really good. I mean, to be honest, now that I have like homework of watching horror movies that you haven't seen before, I probably, probably won't. won't. Um, I just won't. If I yeah. had like spare time and we weren't doing this, then maybe I would because yeah. it sounds really good. Yeah, but it made me really excited for New Orleans. <gasps> like just because, like, I just lo- I feel like America 
because the people who currently are in power are so new, like in the grand scheme of the world, like the people that are old American Mm -hmm. culture, we killed them all. Mm -hmm. So like for me, and that's one of the things I love about Europe is that there are just things that are like fucking old old. and we just don't have that. Like there are kids in Ireland that are walking past ruins that were built in the 10 hundreds, you know, we don't have that. And I feel like New Orleans is the closest to like that old European feel that we have in America. I guess we'll find out. <gasps> I can't wait. I am so glad that you want to go to a cemetery with us. I really feel like we're dragging the other three-fifths of us to a cemetery. <laughs> I don't know if that's true. Because I, I, it's also, there's a reason that there's tours to it and that there's like multiple options of yeah. cemeteries. Like it's just like a thing that tourists do in, in it, New Orleans. It's yeah. like we're going to a city and being like, oh, we just really want to visit a cemetery in this town. Which is what I want to do all the time. Like, we're going to a very specific place where that is a thing that you do there. Yeah. So, I don't know. I disagree. So, it was great fun. Um, Good job. I loved it. Good job. We're shaking hands. I don't know why. Yeah. (laughs) Nice work, partner. You too. (laughs) Um, So, next we'll do me, I guess. Yeah. I I don't even know who I'm watching with yet. We'll see. I'm really proud of you for watching by yourself that last one, though. I know. You're growing up. I don't want to keep watching them by myself. So. You don't have to. Maybe you can rent my husband. Seems like a lot of work. Yeah, you'd have to go to him when yeah. I'm not home. But he will be laid up with back surgery. <laughs> and you... Well, need- I thought I was going to get a back <laughs> surgery horror movie fuck buddy out of this situation. <laughs> and that clearly failed. Oh, yeah. I forgot to tell you how that ever ended. Yeah, how did it, it end? Because it was just like... Oh, he he wrote to me to be like, hey, turns out you dated all my friends. And I was like, what? Crazy world. And you're um, like, and he's like, I had no in LA. idea. Um, and I was like, right. Um, and then I was like, said something like, oh, so do you still want to hang out? Or have I dated too many of your friends? <laughs> and he was like, you've dated too many of my and friends. And no, he was like, we could be horror movie friends. And I was like, deal? And then at one point, I think I was like, do you want to watch a horror movie some night? And then he just didn't reply, so... You may have dated too many of his friends. Well, I just needed the time to process and be like, differentiate the difference between like, oh, we're not dating now. Yeah, I agree. I thought we were going on a date. Yeah. I thought we were potentially going to like meet up for dates. Yeah. And then once I took some steps back and realized that was not what we were doing, (laughs) then I could be like, oh, I would maybe have a horror movie fuck buddy. Yeah. I hear you. Um, I hear you. But now he probably just thinks I'm an insane person. I'm sure. <laughs> I just love and, it. Uh, you know? But it makes such a good story. It makes such a good story. Yeah. Well, great. Well, cool. I'll see you See you next week, partner. See you next week. Thank you for listening to Kim and Kat Stay Alive. If this is on some type of thing, rate us and like us. They say that that's good. Yeah, um, like subscribe. things. Yeah. Subscribe and then like write write a thing. Write a review. That's important. Write a review. Those are the words I am looking for. Woohoo! Write okay. a review and say good things. Okay. We love you. We love you. Until next week, stay alive! Maybe. Bye! Bye.